against my mind, against my family, against my city, against my region. We cast it down in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Man, you are released. Thank you so much. Glory to God. Anybody need a word? I said anybody need a word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen. 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 Uh, man, everything from the, from the songs to the exaltation. Glory to God. I want you to again put your hands together for the praise team and the band this morning. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Deacon Homer, excellent, sir. Pastor Lou, excellent, sir. Amen. We warming him up. We warming him up, y'all. He, he, uh, before you know it, he going he gonna to be out there on the west side doing this thing. Glory to God. So uh, here, last time I, I chatted with you, we talked along these lines, and it is very important that you truly understand, glory to God, because we done mess around there and, and, and keep going along the lines of uh, these different synonyms concerning the word rule. You got it? So we, we've gotten over into the word conquer, and just for a very short review, if you can uh, if you can, uh, today we're going to conquer with confidence. Everybody say conquer, conquer. with confidence. confidence. Glory to God. So our first slide here, because it's going to be a very quick review, and I'm going to jump right on into it and see where the Holy Spirit brings us today. Glory to God with the definition of conquer. Glory to God. Come on, read with me. Conquer, to overthrow the established opposing power. Come on, read. And forces and reestablish the rule of God. Now watch. That Greek word for conquer is nikeo, which means to overthrow. Somebody say to overthrow. Man, I got so excited because when we were over in impartation, the intercessory impartation on yesterday, glory to God, that's all I seen. Every time he said to overthrow, I jumped on the inside because I wasn't talking to an apostle like that. But we in the same vein. We listen to the same God, the same Holy Spirit is ministering. He's trying to get something over to the body of Christ. Somebody say it's time to overthrow some stuff. Amen. Glory to God. Overthrow. Glory to God. Let's read together. Overthrow. Remove forcibly intentional from power. Put to an end. Bring down. Typo on the PowerPoint. Glory to God. I didn't fix that. Glory to God. But to overthrow is to remove forcibly. You have to be intentional. You cannot sit around thinking just because I said this scripture is going to be done. You have to do something. Yeah, I like it. Somebody said it. Who said that? Activate. Activate. You got to activate. You got to do something. Because see, if you don't do nothing, ain't nothing going to change. I, I teach leadership. And one of the things I say when I'm in the, in, the, in the leadership classes, I tell people in a minute. I say, listen. Nothing and no one around you will grow 
unless growth first happens within you first. It's so true. But think about it from the from the from the kingdom perspective. Nothing around you going to become kingdom until you get the kingdom inside of you. And that thing and that tree that 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 apostle talks about. Right. This tree, this fruit. Nothing go. Your fruit ain't going to be kingdom like until some kingdom stuff get inside of you. All right. All right. All right. Listen. So I got to be intentional. So moving on. Now, watch this. I want it last time. I didn't include this with you, but uh, I put it up there just in case you want to grab your phones and, and take a snap of it. Right. Watch this. I'll read it. There are areas in our lives where the enemy has set up camp, pitched a tent and establish his thoughts and ways of doing things as a dominant force in our life, family, or even a particular region. God is now expecting us to overthrow that presence and reestablish the kingdom of God in our family, our city, and in our region. When we pull down strongholds and renew our minds, when we drive out dysfunctional habits and develop, you was in that circle this morning, and when we develop in the ways of God, we are actually ruling. Man, there's so much I can say up in here, but I want to deal with the strongholds again for just a minute. Remember, strongholds were, remember that little piece I talked about, and I talked about putting that mask and taking that mask off? If you were not here, I, I want, I'm, it's good to say again, first time visitors, first time you've ever been at Heavenly Hope Ministries, raise your hands for me. Some, first time today, that, that's a smart kid. That, hallelujah. Glory to God. Watch this. Watch this. I love you, uh, evangelist. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go back. Go back. Go back. Glory to God. Strongholds. I need you to understand. Watch this. The stronghold got there because it was indirect. Remember, I took the kid and I walked with him. Remember that? If you were not here, I need you to imagine me walking over here with Jalen. You understand? I need you to see me walking with Jalen right quick as a young man. And I need you to see I am a person of bad influence. I need you to see that. I need you to see that I begin to speak into Jalen's life and tell him it was all right. I told him it was all right to, to read Penthouse and Playboy magazines. Oh, thank you for the one, my Lord. Thank you. Everybody acting like they got it together. Glory to God. I don't know what your Playboy and your Penthouse was. Maybe it was Playgirl. Uh, thank you for the one. Uh, glory to God. But there was something that, 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 that's quieted in your head. There's something that's been settled there for quite a while. And you didn't know no different because it was the first thing that was planted in your head. That's why I think it's important that you realize that that became a stronghold in your life. You're trying to figure out why am I the way that I am? Because Pastor Jen helped us talk about the secret seeds. Secret seeds was planted in your head. Man, that's why I drink like that. Yeah. Because somebody told you you wasn't going to be nothing and you believe that. Somebody, somebody say you're going to be just like your crazy mom. I said it. Your crazy mom and your crazy pa. Don't look at me like that. 
Y'all know some of us been saying some crazy things. They told me I wasn't going to never be nothing. What? Because I got kept back? Anybody got kept back? Be transparent with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I got kept back. But now I'm a doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glory to God. I'm a doctor. I'm with the doctor order. Glory to God. I got, I got distracted. And many believers today have gotten distracted. And the reason why, we're going to talk about it today, because you, you, you haven't conquered some things. Pastor Steve started conquering things the very next year after I got kept back. Matter of fact, it wasn't even the next year. No, 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 Dr. King. It wasn't the next year. It was the time when my mama with a short statue. Yeah, let me see. Yeah. I used to kiss her right on top of my head. You rest in heaven. Claudia, I know you would be proud. That, that's a moment with my mama. Glory to God. Mind your business. Glory to God. I'm about to bring you into the story right now, Claudia. She stands up to me. And she said, I don't understand. You're a smart boy. And she reared back. I don't know where the heart that hand went. I think that was the first time I got snuck. From the other end. That's slow motion. That's Matrix stuff coming up right there. I ain't have to take no blue pill or no red pill or nothing. Woof. And I go down and she literally knocked the hell out of me. Clap for me, clap for me, clap for me. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it takes life to slap something out of you before you begin to conquer this thing. But right then, I came up a new young man. And I wasn't even born again. That was the first slap to becoming born again. Because when you get, when you first come here, the doctor slap you, right? Well, that was the second slap. Glory to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He said that was the second slap. You know, you come in, you get born again, you're born into sin. Glory to God and shaped into iniquity until you get born again. And when you get born again, you have a recreated spirit. You're a new man in Christ. But I did something to deal with my stronghold. I did that after being born again because I found out I had the power and authority to do the thing. I said I had the power and authority to do the thing. You can't do, you can't deal with a stronghold by yourself. Because the thing is not in the flesh. This thing is spiritual. You know the scripture, glory to God. We don't war against the flesh and blood, but. Huh? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and go ahead and quote the scripture, Dre. Talking about a man that then we talking about a man that stood over there and talking about I was over there playing with demons. Change. The word of God changes you. 
weren't against this principality, y'all. We weren't. We dealing with stuff way beyond this natural earth. I even showed you stop dealing with the one and start dealing with the one that's behind the one that you're dealing with. Okay, they need to see it again. Come quickly, quickly. Stand right here. Come on, evangelist. Quick, quick, quick. Stand right here. Uh, Pastor Lou, face me. Yeah, unfortunately, Pastor uh, Evangelist is going to play the, 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 the boogeyman. Glory to God. We at work. We, we married. We got people on our jobs. We got family members and they tripping. Because they still dealing with strongholds. I said something. See, so stop. Stop dealing with that folk. You understand? I need you to deal with the one that's dealing with the one that you're dealing with. Yeah, come here, come here. Yeah, come over there and raise your hands just a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Holy, look at the puppet. In the spiritual realm, that's what the enemy is saying. I got you. Walk like me. Talk like me. Feel like me. Because you're my puppet. When you find yourself doing anything opposite of that of the Lord, you are being puppeted by the enemy. Glory to God. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Thank you, puppeting. <laughs> Glory to God. You're being puppeting by the enemy. <laughs> Pinocchio ain't got nothing on you. No. All right, let's get to the sermon. Lord have mercy. <sighs> Define confidence. Watch this. See, I say conquer with confidence. When I'm up here, you can't tell me I don't know nothing about Jesus. You will find ministers, prophets, glory to God, evangelists, apostles, glory to God, hallelujah. You will find that 80% of this thing is confidence before it has 20% to do with your anointing. Because I believe it. I believe the word of God. I know you see me stand on my Bible before because I'm when I'm standing on the word, that's how I, that's what I, I'm showing you the physical but that's that's my life. I believe the word of God. Confidence. Read with me the feeling or belief. A he got a second definition. A feeling from one's appreciation of one's own ability or qualities. It's right there. I have confidence. But see, it, it's not cocky. It's confidence in the one that I know that's inside of me. Who was it that preached this? It's the greater of he that is in me than he that's in the world. When you get that and you live that, that's the confidence that you have. You got it? Amen. Now, I'm not expecting a whole lot of amens coming from this one. Glory to God. But let's go to the first point because you, you look like you get nervous already. All right. Everybody say, what Jesus did awakens the sun within. That's what happens. See, when you're born again, you become a son. But we don't quite understand being a son. We don't understand our true identity. 
We don't. We can't get with it. We was born again on this day. And on this day, I was yellow. I weighed about 185 pounds. I like lemon meringue pie and pineapple big shots. With a hot sausage po' boy. With cheese. Dressed. And on the same, on the very next day, all of those same characteristics are over here. Nothing quite changed. But something changed. The kingdom of God came to abide in me. And until you get the revelation of that, you're not going to do nothing different. And you're going to get stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get stuck right there. Watch this. I'm going to go. I'm going to keep going. Watch this. Watch this. Go to the next one. Now, watch this. If you Okay, good. They can really see it. The word confidence, this is what the Holy Spirit began to lead me. Because there's different Greek terminologies for different levels of confidence that you have. Man, that's good. Hupostasis means to stand under the quality of confidence. Which leads one to sonship. With the ability to stand under, endure, or undertake anything. Now when you read Philippians 4 and 13, and he said, I can do all things through Christ who, when I'm in Christ, I can do all things in him. When you're born again, you're in him. When you're born again, you're seated in heavenly places. Far above principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness. Hallelujah. You are above it already. It's, it's at your footstool. You use it as a footstool. But if you don't have the revelation of it, you won't have this type of confidence. The confidence is not in you. And I'm going to show you in a little while. I just want you to take a good look. Hupostasis. I was like, wow, that, that's pretty. Uh, that endure part, it got me. Glory to God. Because they talk about Jesus. And he's talking about how he endured what he endured. Glory to God. Jesus was the author and the finisher. Uh-huh. Author and the finisher of my faith. Who endured the cross. You remember, you remember when I told you what Jesus did? What he did awakened the sun within. When you get the revelation of what Jesus did and live like that, your walk change, your talk change, your level of confidence is all the way up. All the way up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You did a good job this morning, man. Y'all did a good job with y'all singing. Come on, let's go to the next slide. All right. There it is. There it is. I forgot I put it in there this morning. Glory to God. I want you to just see it yourself. It's Hebrews 12 and 2. Glory to God. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Glory to God. So it's not your mama and your daddy of your faith. 
I say Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. Glory to God. And when you have a, the revelation of that, glory to God, you will see your level of confidence will arise. Glory to God. Who for the joy. He wasn't frowned up. That joker had a smile on his face. <laughs> come on. Come on. Look at you. Look at you. Come here. Cross. Glory to God. I see you. I see you. I see you. Glory to God. The joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the on the throne of God. So he's seated there. And I told you when you're in him, where you seated. You're seated in him in heavenly places. He tells you in Ephesians 2 and 6, just in case you don't think I know the Bible. All righty then. All right, move to the next scripture. Now, uh, I think that's the next scripture. Okay, good, 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 good. This is where I want to be. Glory to God. When I talk, I want you to also look at uh, hypostasis as uh, one. Today, you would say that person has perseverance. They're like, I ain't letting nothing stop me. Now, you got it? So uh, 1 Samuel is the scripture that, you're about, that you have above you. 1 Samuel 17, I'll bring you there. And it's David. Y'all know the story. Glory to God. Amen. But I want to read it to you. David said. No, I wanted verse 32. I didn't put that up there. Hold up. I wanted 32 too. Hold on. I'll do a Pastor Jen on you. Hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Hold on, y'all. Glory to God. She did an outstanding job, man. She did. She did. I love it. Glory to God that I pushed her. She said, I'm one of them people you got to push, Pastor. Glory to God. Oh, I know what I wanted to say here. I'm reading... This old covenant story. But I need you to receive it. With new covenant revelation. All right. I'm going. I'm going to go there because I know you. Oh, I know that Bible story. First Samuel 17. And I said it was in the Amplified. We're going to pick up on 34. But it says, David said to Saul, let no man's hearts fail because of the Philistine. Your servant will go out and fight with them. And Saul said to David, you. Are not able to go. Let me say that again. Verse 33. Saul said to David. You are not able to go and fight against the Philistine. Huh. How many people are telling you not to go? Who are putting the brakes on you when God told you to do something? I, yep, that's why I wanted to go back to that scripture. That's why I wanted to go back to that scripture, because he said, you are the, look, you're only an adolescent. And he has been a warrior from his youth. He's been fighting his whole life. What you going to do against this man? People on your job. They've been there. They've been there for 20 some years. 
but don't have the type of revelation you have to, to, to elevate. But you're scared to put your name in the hat. The devil is a lie. If the Lord is telling you to put your name in the hat, go put your name in the hat. Because there's something inside of you that is going to become the answer for your organization. Somebody say, I am the answer. I am the answer. Glory to God. He said it to me and said it to you. That's true about me. Yeah, yeah. Say it. Say it. Everybody say, that's true about me. Here it is. So we go back to the scripture here. Watch this. So David said, I've been a shepherd, tending sheep for my father. Whenever a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock, I'd go after it. <laughs> I need you to see that. I need you to see. He ain't just go after no sheep. I need you to go after it. Don't you dare. Uh, could you see him? Oh, I'm going to wait. I ain't got no money to do that. I ain't got no money to start my business. I ain't got no money to go back to school. Go after it. I say we in the, listen, this is an old covenant teaching. But I'm bringing in the new. Based on what Jesus did. Yeah. After it. Then I knocked it down. Hold on. <laughs> I knocked it down and then I'd go rescue the lamb. If it turned on me, I grabbed it by the throat. I need you to grab the revelation that I need to go get it. Grab it. I'm about to go Martin on you. Come on, grab. put your hand up there and grab it. I say, get the grabbing it. Get the grab. I don't know what it is that you need from God. Grab it. You're not anybody. You're a son. You're born again. You're a son. And you have access to whatever your daddy have access to. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my daddy's stuff. It's amazing how Zephaniah just walk up. He just walk up to my french fries and just. That joker came up to my french fries. He came up to the table and move over to his little bucket and put the french fries in his bucket. And his mama say, boy, what is you doing? That's my daddy's stuff. What you need on the table? It's already there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said, somebody say, I wretched up there, got it. <laughs> I ain't messing with you this morning, Heavenly Hope. But I don't know what it is. You better reach. Thank you, Daddy. And then go put it in your stuff. Boy, that's good right there. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I good. I can stop right there, can I? Oh, listen, listen. So he, he grabbed him by the throat. Ring him, ring his neck and kill it. Uh -huh. Time to kill it. Kill it. The line of bear. It made no difference. I killed it. 
I'm talking about conquer. I'm talking about conquer with confidence. Man, I'm going somewhere. Listen, listen, listen. And I'll do the same to this Philistine. Pig who is taunting the troops of the uh, uh, of God alive. God who delivered me from the teeth of the lion and the claws of the bear and the bill collectors in my bills and them people tripping on my job and that crazy relationship. Whatever it is. He will deliver me from it. That's the kind of confidence I need you to have. I need you to understand it's time for you to overthrow some stuff. Come on, come on, come on. Say overthrow it. They ain't but one or two hands went up. I say overthrow it. That's it. That's it. They look like they're doing aerobics up in here, baby. Glory to God. They look like a good aerobics class just now. So I'm reaching over and reach and reach. <laughs> Glory to God. The confidence David had in him to go after it, he did something. He knocked it down. He cast down imaginations and things in his mind to overthrow the principalities that seemed to be blocking him. You got to do something. And then he rescued the lamb, the lost part of you, the hurt part of you. You know, because sometimes when them, when them lambs drift off like that, they get lost and they get hurt. And I need you to see yourself as a shepherd for just a moment. Let's go get them. Let's go get them. Uh, no, no. <laughs> That's the song I, I, I left out of my reception when I married Pastor Aisha. Let's go get them. All right. <laughs> the confidence David had reminded himself of his past victories. His spiritual resume. What's your spiritual resume look like? I'm trying to get you to listen, listen. Now, there's a difference. I don't want you to go back there and say, well, God did that and God did that and God did that and God did that. And now he's going to do that. But before be, before he did that and that and that and that, you did something. So, yeah, he had to take some steps up in there. He did something. Now it's done. God, listen, y'all, God's work is done. He's waiting on you to do something. Do some work. Glory to God. All right, all right, all right, all right. When we conquer with confidence, we believe is the same God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. You got to believe that. That's why that confidence is built up, y'all. That's what causes you to endure. You got me now. Now, uh, 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 okay, 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 okay. Somebody is sh saying, "I, evangelist, come, come, Drake, come, come, stand over there, face me. Y'all line up behind him, line up behind him, Drake. Come on, Pastor Lou, come on, come on, come on. Cause somebody is a little confused. I want you to see 
there's still some, man, what you mean? What did he do? Jesus was in glory. The one that became no sin, the one that knew no sin became sin. That when he would die, that you would live unto righteousness. That you would conquer with confidence. So let me show you. So Adam falls. Jesus goes down to where he sinned. And then he brought him back up. When Jesus was when Jesus was crucified and he died, he went to hell. Whipped up on the enemy. And he told poverty. He told uh, depression. And he told sickness and disease. Hold on to each other. Hold, hold on to each other. Come on. Come on. Let's get on out of here. You got it? You got it? Come on, y'all, y'all with me. Come on, y'all with me. That's okay. Sickness, uh, no, you don't have no problem over here. Poverty, you don't, you don't have no more problems over here. No, 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 no. You, you know, baby, you, you're not depressed. Stop, pe- stop telling people they got anxiety. Oh, I got this anxiety. It's mine. No, it's not. That's a, that's a lie. That's another stronghold from the pits of hell. Glory to God. Put your hands together for my brothers. I, some people needed to see that. You needed to see it. I don't know what that is that got drug out of hell for you. But Jesus did it already. Woo! He did it already. Live your life that way. Point two. Come on. I'm I'm going. uh, All right. Watch this. The first point was what Jesus did awakens the sun within. Number two, read this. Read it. What? Yeah. There's a boldness. Now, this is the same. Watch this. This is another form, Don. This is another form of confidence. You got it? This is another form of confidence. So let's go to the next. Let's go to the next slide. This is another Greek word. All right. Don't don't ask me to pronounce it, but my best shot is parahesia. All right. Write it. Type it. That's the number in Strong's 3954. But it means boldness. That is a difference. I say it is one thing to endure, but it's another thing to stand before the people of God and have a boldness about you. Yeah, that same bonus deals. It deals with the demons. Yes, sir. I'm not up here to lay hands on you all cute. I'm here dealing with that demon that you dealing with. Yeah. That takes boldness. You better know who you are. Other, other than that, you're going to be like, uh, them, them, when the disciples rolled up on them, be like, why the, why, the, why, why the disciples couldn't deal with that? There wasn't no boldness. Well, where's your boldness? Because you don't, you, listen, you haven't conquered some things in your life. I say conquer with confidence. You need, it's not you. God just using you. Yes, sir. 
Are you willing to be the one that God uses in the earth? Are you willing to be an extension card? Man, that, yeah, you know, a little power trip, you understand? Because that, that, that keyboard, the power cord, doesn't quite reach the socket. I need something to go around some things. To go drop down and get over to the outlet. So I can get to the source. But the minute it's disconnected, your life don't change. It remains the same. Your confidence is decreased. There is no boldness. You have something to do. I'm telling you, remember all the little pieces here, the stronghold piece. Once I get the strongholds out the way. See, once you get that out the way, then you know, man, Jesus really dealt with that. He did. There's no way in the world I could stand before you and preach this gospel the way I, excuse me, the way I teach this gospel. I teach the gospel of the kingdom. Oh, man, I heard something. Our apostle said something, y'all. You know what he said? He said this. He said, uh, I can have a scripture, but it's not necessarily kingdom. What? You heard what I said? I can have the scripture and don't be nowhere near the kingdom of God. We already remember the scripture. I told you that people will take it, go find a teacher and make it fit to their little unruly lifestyles. We're not here to condemn you. I'm here to build you up and uh, get you the revelation inside of you that you might understand that what Jesus already did and you can take on that and your royal identity. Baby, there ain't no stopping you. You stopping you. Man, that's good anyway, man. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Watch this. Watch this. Before we get to this, these scriptures, you pull them scriptures up from me. Not yet. But did you get them from me, Reggie? Praise the Lord. Watch this, y'all. Watch this. We're talking about this. The finished work of Christ. When you understand you're seated in heavenly places. Yeah, yeah. When you realize that you've been redeemed. When you believe that your transgressions has been removed from you, even as far as the east is from the west. When you believe your sins have been cast into the lake of unforgiveness. So why if God forgot them, why are you trying to remember them? I'm trying to get you to a place where you conquer with confidence. Glory to God. I call you the spiritual bougie. Why they seem so confident? Because they are. <laughs> I love y'all. Watch this. If I get my heart right, if I get my heart right, watch this boldness that's going to come along with it. Come on, let's go with the first scripture. First John, I need you to write these down because this is it. We're about to close. First John 3, 18 to 24, the Bible says, and it's in the Amplified, little children, that's you, believers, dear ones, 
heavenly host members, kingdom, kingdom folk, assignment, uh, ambassadors, sons. Let us not love merely in theory, with word or with tongue, giving up service to compassion, but in action. You got to do something. And in truth, in practice, and in sincerity. Because practical acts of love are more than words. People want to see you living this thing. By this will we know without any doubt that we are of the truth. That we are of the truth and will assure our hearts and quiet our conscience before him. You're not going to be sitting around in your head saying, so if he come through, the, if he come through them clouds right now, that you're over there, oh, Lord, I knew you was coming today. <laughs> People come to your house. Is your house ready? Can somebody come to your house today? There wasn't too many amens. Well, I've been busy, Pastor. <laughs> I ain't gonna worry about you. I ain't gonna throw no shade. But watch this. We gotta be ready. We gotta have some action with it. Let's go to the next scripture. Because for those that think God does not hear their requests, I need you to see this. This I love. No, 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 no. What is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I wasn't finished. Glory to God. Whenever our hearts convict us in guilt, our God is greater than our heart and we know all things. Nothing is hidden from him. See, ain't no need for you to hide. So when people coming over to your house, ain't no need to sweep stuff under the rug because sooner or later they're going to trip. All right. And uh, he knows all things. Nothing is hidden from him because we are in his hands. Verse 21, believe, beloved, in our hearts does not convict us of our guilt. We have confidence, there it is, boldness, complete assurance and boldness before God. And we receive from him whatever, listen, listen, before we go there, I need you to see we have confidence, complete assurance and boldness before God. Why? Now, now we receive from him whatever we ask because we are carefully consistently keeping his commandments we not playing church and do things that are pleasing in his sight habitually you remember when I told you something about dysfunctional habits now I need you to do things consistently with him habitually seeking to follow his plan for us that's the same plans he's talking about in Jeremiah I know the plans that I have for you. Yeah, write that down somewhere. Jeremiah 29, 11, you need to read it. He says, plans to prosper you and not harm you. Right? Listen, listen, let's go. So, ah, glory to God. This is his commandment that we believe with personal faith. And Listen, wait, 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 I got to see that again. Uh, this is his commandment that we believe with personal faith. I can't do it for you. And confident trust in the name of his son, Jesus the Christ. And that we unselfishly love, seek the best for one another. Just as he commanded us. Verse 24. The one who habitually mm, mm, keeps his commandments. 
obeying his word and following his precepts abides and remain in him. Look a look a look a look a look a. If you go, if you gonna be, if you gonna conquer with confidence, you have to remain in Him, and He in Him. By this we know and have the proof that we really abide in us, that He really abides in us by the Spirit whom He has given us as a gift. Man, that's good news. Go to the next scripture. We about to close. Glory to God. See, see right here. I want you to really lock in on this because with confidence, he said, after Jesus found him in the temple, that is not the scripture. First uh, John, first John five and 14 and 15 amplified. If you can look that up for me. That's yeah. First John, the fifth chapter. If you got your Bibles and you know, I, I should hear Bible pages flipping right now, but that's okay. First John, I know what the Bible says because it talks about the confidence that I have in him. Are you listening to me? I'm talking about having confidence in him. Glory to God, because there's many of us that believe we don't hear him. He don't hear us. Glory to God. But when you're a son and you conquer with confidence, I need you to see yourself. The Bible says I'm confident in this. Glory to God. That when I pray according to his will, he hears me. And if we know that he hears us, that we have the very petitions that we desire of him. It raises your level of confidence. And now I can be bold. Now I can look at my doctor and say, man, look, I thank God for the I thank God for your diagnosis. But I'm healed by his stripes. Mm, good. One first John, first John, the fifth chapter. But that's what it says. Listen, I need you to understand something. First John, the fifth, fifth chapter, verses 14 and 15 in the Amplified Version. He's telling you this. Listen, if you pray to me and I know you hear it. Y'all ready? Y'all can come on up, man, if you want. We about to close out. Listen, I, when you hear me, if he, you know, God hears you. And if I know he hears me, listen, I'm praying according to his word. Here it is. Is that it? Yeah. This is the remarkable degree. Watch this. This is the remarkable degree of confidence, which we as believers are entitled to have before him that if we ask anything according to his will, that is consistent with his plan. Jeremiah. And purpose. His, he hears us. And if we know for a fact, as indeed we do, that he hears and listens to us in whatever we ask. We also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have granted to us the request which we have asked from him. Amen. Why not have a level of confidence? Why not be bold? People think you crazy. Man, God healing me. They're calling me to encourage me, and I'm, I'm on the phone on the other side encouraging them. Yes, sir. Man, what? Man, I believe what the words say. Listen, listen, I need you to understand something. Listen, quick revelation. I'm not afraid. I'm born again. I understand my sonship, and I need you to understand yours. You should not be afraid. I have eternal life with him. 
This is not negative. But when I declare I'm healed, I'm healed. Amen. And this body is not talking to me. Come on now. My body does not talk louder than the word. Amen. Yes, sir. Man, I need y'all to catch that. Yeah. That vessel that we walk in, this is, ain't nothing natural about me. I am supernatural. Say it with me. I'm supernatural. Say this. Ain't nothing natural about me. Play something soft for me, Kev. Get me out of here, man. Get me out of here. Thank you, sir. The last scripture, Hebrews 4 and 16, is there. We're about to get out of here. It should be 4 and 16 to amplify. Time to ask in the time of need. But you approach his throne with boldness. Watch this. Therefore, let us with privilege approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's graciousness. Favor. With confidence. That's boldness right there. When you see that word confidence in the scripture, that's boldness. So if you ever heard me praying, I say, Lord, I'm coming before your throne of grace with boldness. That's why. Why? Because I know I'm about to pray this word. And without fear. So that we may receive mercy for our failures. And find his amazing grace. To help in a time of need. And appropriate blessings. Coming just at the right moment. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Just when you think, man, he ain't heard nothing I said. I just showed you he heard you. I just showed you how you can go to that throne with boldness. I just showed you that you have inside of you. You have the type of confidence that you can endure to the very end. That's where you begin to conquer with confidence. And if you got something right there, let the church say amen.